This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, y'all. It's Watt Harris here with another Panther Rants podcast. You probably just heard part of my um, XM radio there for a minute. As I'm getting myself adjusted. It's traffic, and I feel, I don't know, acquainted to do a little podcast today. Although I try to do at least two two a week now, just to put content out. So, let's get to it. This isn't really a recap. Well, kind of. So, the aftermath of what happened with Pitt, there's still more going on. You know, for for one thing, they're working on Phil Campbell, a redshirt freshman at running back. Obviously, he's uh, he's had some experience there. But I guess the issue, you know, suppose these backs are having is being able to get to the holes. And, you know, obviously, they're getting some happy feet going through there. As some may say, given the evidence with uh, Jordan Whitehead, where he just took the ball and just ran right, and just ran like it was nothing, like it was no big deal. So, obviously, Pitt's obviously staring. They're at a two and four record, and they're staring at a losing season right now because they're two and four, and they got six games left to go. And this next stretch of games isn't any easier. Obviously, with these with these first six games, you would have hoped Pitt would have been at least three and three or four and two, but that didn't happen. Now they're two and four, and the rest of the season is looking bleak. And it looks like the staff is kind of in desperation, and they're looking to see what other things they can do to make this season work well do they have I mean let's be honest do they really have to have a bowl game is it really that important for them to finish the season I mean if they're going to finish 6-6 six and six and get some sort of blowjob.com bowl game then no, the pit fans will barely travel to because they won't care I mean is it worth it Well, it depends. It depends if, if it's building towards next season. I mean, you can't don't piece together a, a you know don't piece things together just so you'll miss a bowl game to miss you know to you know, so you can you get that you know that bowl game you know the bowl in your resume because let's let's be honest, Pitt hasn't won a bowl game since both the Bowling Green game, which was the uh, Little Caesars Bowl. That, that, that's the last bowl game they won. So it really wouldn't matter anyway, because they, they don't win their bowl games anyway. But for me, let's look at Michigan State last year. They finished 3-9. and nine. And this year, they're 4-1. and one. They just 
they just walked in the big house and pulled off a big win. They pretty much took the pride away from Jim Harbaugh. Now this year, you know, last year three went three nine, another four and one. And now they're 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 in talk of uh, contending for the Big Ten title this year. I don't think they I don't think that's possible, but you never know. But you know, three nine happened from last year, and then, you know, obviously whatever they did last year, you know, built into next year. You know, so, you know, maybe that's what you want for Pitt. You want Pitt to do something where, hey, we may not make a bowl game, but if we can build some momentum for next year, let's do it. Because look at the, um, if we're looking back, way back, let's let's look at the year. Year, year three of Dave Wonstadt. Pitt finished off five and seven, I believe. And it was a bad year. It was well, it wasn't that great of a year, but if you look at that team, they weren't that bad. Actually, they were good. The defensive line got better. It was a lot stronger because you know they brought in Buddy Morris, but they also the talent was up was was developing. So defense got better, and you, and you could tell by uh, the West Virginia game how better it got because they could never catch West Virginia in the, in the two years previous. In those two meetings, you know Pitt had those Pitt had all those plays covered with Pat White and Steve Slayton, but they couldn't catch them because they were too fast. Year three was a much different story. And yeah, Pitt didn't make a bowl game. If if Bill Stahl would have been would have not been injured, Pitt probably goes to a bowl game. But LaShawn McCoy was there. I mean the nucleus was there for that for that run that they had. And they should have won the Big East that the next year. You know, they won you know they won nine games. And they won ten games that ten games a year after that. Both those years, they should have won the Big East and just came up short on both of them, thanks to Brian Kelly and Tony Pike. So I mean, these next six games, what we're looking for now is just momentum to next year. I mean, if it's not a, if it's not a bowl game or a winning record, at least you're seeing something because. You know, the defense is, looks like it's starting to take shape. It's getting, you know, it's actually progressing. But what's hurting us right now is it's the offense. You know, for one thing, we have nothing at quarterback right now because Max Brown's hurt. By the time he got some momentum, he got hurt. We got Ben DiNucci, who's obviously not the, not the solution either. I thought he was, but more like fool's gold. There's Kenny Pickett who just, you know, we had to burn his red shirt. But we also got Tom McVitie who, uh, I may have butchered that pronouncement, but whatever. My apologies. You wonder what's going through his mind because it's, it's, it's a Danucci, it's Danucci and Pickett conversation and he's not in it. So what's he thinking? Is he thinking it's no big deal or is he, or is he thinking, hey, 
they're not mentioning me or acknowledging me, what should I do? Should I hang on? Or, you know, I was, you know, I had, I had some, some decent, some offers coming out of high school and there's plenty of uh, decent programs in, in Ohio. A lot of Mac programs are really good. Maybe I can go somewhere else and, you know, be a starter and have a better, you know, more playing time. So you wonder if that's going through his head or not. But the next few weeks, will he'll tell us something. So that was that. Of course, we got to, we only got to year three of Paul Chris, which was our six and six season. And you know, after that, Pender Doozy rolled off. You know, t- two nine win seasons. Well, actually, no, no, I take that back. Not nine wins. Was it nine wins? It was more like eight wins. Back to back eight win seasons. But still, I mean, last year, last year Pitt was staring at a down, was staring at a, at a losing record. And then Clemson happened, and you know, after that, the team picked themselves up. But uh, yeah, if they would have had defense that year, they would have um, definitely won more than it, what they had. That always seems to be the story with pit football. Like I said in the last podcast, we just we we never have all the pieces when we need them. If we're taking bets, obviously you want to lay a lot of money on a losing season for Pitt because it's going to be very hard for them to win four games with what they're um, being handed. Unless they find some magic somewhere. One thing for certain is they're going to need to do something with the ground game, and this is why, why the staff's doing it. They're trying to salvage something. And they're, I mean, and to be honest with you, Maybe it's best for them now to look at all their options. If you're having a losing season this year, let's look at the options. Let's look and see what we can do. What players we can move around that's going to work. I mean, let's pl- play with the roster a little bit. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, Dave Wanstead, you know, his tenure has done that before. I mean, for one thing, he moved Shane Murray to linebacker, which didn't go over too well, but actually when Murray was healthy, it worked out. He actually did a decent job. And he also moved another another player who was a walk on the linebacker. I forget his name escapes me. All I know is he had long hair. And he didn't do all that bad. So, right now, I think Pitt's number, number one priority is not to um, not to make a bowl game, not so much to salvage the season, but salvage the rest of the direction where this program's going, and this is and this is will be a good time to do that. So I really want to look at these next six games as anything bad at all. It's gonna look bad. So you know, let's be honest, but. If it sets the if it sets a tone in the, in the, for the next year and years beyond, by all means, I'm I'll welcome it because look what happened with year three of Dave Onstat. Heck, look what happened in year three with Walt Harris. 
Pitt went six and six, two and nine, and five and six in his third year. In the third year, again, they should have won more games, but Walt played around with the quarterbacks a bit too much and created a lot of uncertainty because they were off to a decent start, and then uh, you know, Walt played with the QBs a bit too much. And finally, you know, by 2000, he finally settled on a starter. And um, they went 7-4 and four that year. Actually, 7-5, I'm sorry. But, you know, the tone was set after 5-6. and six, You know, but they were going to have a decent season next year. But that 7-win year, they should, have won, they should have won a lot more games than what they did. They lost. They lost a heartbreaker against Syracuse. Virginia Tech. Yeah, Virginia Tech was another heartbreaker. They took out Michael Vick in that game and still lost it. That's pretty much the life of a Pitt fan. And they dropped their occasional "what the fuck" game against North Carolina. Excuse my language, people. But yeah, Pitt was always known to drop one of those "what the you know, what the bleep" games. But. You know, it set the tone for the rest of the program because uh, they won. They should have won more games in 2001 as well, and it's because Walt overthought himself. Try to go to a spread, and and you know, he should have really took a long look at his raw at his player David Priestley. I mean, he wasn't bad, but getting him the process, the um, the spread offense, it was it was horrible. That Miami game I was at, they burned a bu- they burned a bunch of timeouts because they just couldn't get their act together. Then finally, after a one and five start, he changed. He uh, decides to uh, make a change. He goes back to the old formula. It's like Coca Cola. They switch the formula, go back to the old one, and then finally they ro- they roll off a six straight win. That was it. Six straight wins. Yeah. But yeah, that season it set the tone for the rest of the year because Walt won a bunch of games and eventually got picked to a BCS bowl game. And of course, you know, we decided to go with Dave Wanstad to take us to the next level. And he recruited like like hell, did really well with his recruiting. But then he decided to strip the whole thing down, build his system, and of course we went through three consecutive bullish seasons. Yep, You're, you know, and but eventually it worked out. He rolled off uh, three the next three years. He was nine and four, ten and three, and then seven. Actually, eight and five, but he was really seven and five because he got fired after the season was over. But still, that team, you know, in his last year. They weren't too bad. The talent was there. It just quarterback position wasn't great. And just a lot of things just fell apart for them. You know, and of course they could have won. And, and what was sad about it was they were still in contention for the Big East title, and they just couldn't be freaking Sarah, They couldn't be freaking UConn with Zach Frazier. Sad. Uh, I can't believe I said that. Oh well. But 
I guess I'll close it here because I'm just going to ramble on and on and on. But, um, you know, just to recap what I've been saying, Pitt's obviously trying some things to salvage the season. If they don't win a bowl game, if it sets a tone for next year and the program in years beyond, I'm all for it. Let's take let's take these next six games and see what they do with it. See what the coaching staff can do. See what works. Move players around. If you know they're not going to get playing time for a while, if you can u- utilize them in some way, do it. And if it works, you know, if it works out, hey, we'll be a lot more happier next year. If it's not this year, if we you know want to boohoo and be all pissed off or next six games, which is going to happen. We're all going to be miserable, and we're going to be the brunt of all jokes. But what's, I mean, as Pitt fans, what else is new? Nothing's ever new with us with this type of stuff. So, all I can say is we're going to take it just game by game and just look at all the bright spots that possibly you know, can develop because I mean for one thing if you look back at what happened like I said in year three of Dave Wonstadt year three of Harris you saw all that I mean, you could probably say the year th- year, last, Paul Chris's last year too he was year three you, could, you saw how, how good that offense was how good it could be so oh well I'll close it here so Enjoy the rest of your week, and I'm sure I'll be I'll be I'll be on later to uh, when I, I'll record later this week. We'll talk about the uh, the the gloom the, the doom and gloom of uh, what's going to be the NC State game. So, oh well, hell to pit. Bye.